0: To the We're Alive Fancast.
1: And now, your host, Mr. Redbeard and Mick.
0: Welcome to episode 22 of the We're Alive Fancast, where we cover every new release of the We're Alive Audio Drama. This is Mick. This is Redbeard. Welcome. Hey, Chapter 41, Part Three. Where to go from here? It's a great show today, there, Redbeard.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a great episode.
0: So, spoiler warning. Yes. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened to Chapter 41, Part Three of three, definitely stop this. Go check that one out and come back because we're going to talk about everything. No, no potential spoiling left unt- unturned. Got any corrections this week? Uh, we got a couple. Let's see. Uh, of course both from at We Are Um uh, Many, many people let us know this one, though a few different ones on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we Are Live tweets, uh, who Michael has killed when they were turning, because last week we had a discussion about, you know, him not being able to kill Randy, and I said that we haven't had this situation where he's had to kill somebody who's still alive and ha- hasn't turned yet. And uh, there was two people that, they, that We Are Live tweeted. One was Fernando and also Amy. And he did kill Fernando, but Amy was, uh, He was. I guess he was going to kill her, but then Tanya took over.
2: I thought he was going to be pretty quick to do it, too.
0: Yeah, it's... But he didn't pull the trigger. He was pretty quick. <laughs> he was, I think he was going to do it, too, unfortunately, <laughs> for what I tried to say last week. Uh, and then the next one is We're Live. He tweets, uh, Randy Beard was mentioned, brown, sorry, unhappy face. Which, I mean, uh. know, he, he has a dirty beard. I mean, the guy's so dirty, right? They compared him to a homeless man. Right, so that could just be dirt or something in there.
1: No, no, no. Hold on. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. <laughs> right, I I, I got to speak up here. Um, just as a reference, <clears throat> in, in chapter twenty three, um, Michael says, uh, "I took a moment to stop and aim and saw his face, uh, behind long brown hair and dirty beard." Now, genetically, if he had brown hair on top, he would most likely have a dominant gene that would make him have a brown
0: beard. Just saying. Casey Whoa. Wayland, everybody.
2: <laughs> well, uh, this is Redbeard here, and I, I'm a mutt. I've got blonde hair up top and red beard, and, well, I won't go into anything else, but it's... Well, I've got a very <laughs> <history.
0: laughs> family-friendly family podcast. <laughs> well, eyebrows, you know. Of yeah, course. Yeah, eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen my eyebrows? I've got... Okay, I've got dark reddish hair. I used to have really red hair when I was little. My eyebrows are brown, but my freaking goatee... And if I grow a beard, it is just red as fire. But normally, I don't keep one.
1: So you have, so you have brown hair then.
0: I have dark red auburn hair, I guess.
1: Okay, so you have the auburn gene. Okay, so yeah. my my assumption of beard matching hair on top still holds true.
0: Yeah, it could still hold a little bit true, but eh. I've I've seen some crazy beard action. This guy's dirty. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably got a lot of dirt in it. Considering it's probably like matted. And dreadlocky on top and bottom, like, extremely thick to the point where he's just got, like, chunks of the things he's ate for the last year inside there. <laughs> Which, if, it's bloody, people, if it's
0: bloody and he's eating on people, it's going to be a red beard. After he bit too, it had to be a red beard.
1: I'm going to say that would make it even dark brown, but I'll give you a little <laughs> bit of a red beard on
0: that. It'd be a rusty beard, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe rusty, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> well,
2: oh, Aith, well, thank I, you for that, joining was... us yeah thanks
1: (laughs) well thank you guys for having me i uh i always like it was mid-season i'm like it'd be kind of fun to come on and and see what happens and see what you guys' reaction are and chime in here or there be fun and i haven't really met you guys before so it was like eh kind of
0: kind of neat yeah i'm glad you decided to stop by the old we're live fan cast so and yeah like you said you'll be joining us and chiming in please feel free you know speak whenever and oh, I'll this, give you uh, lots here. of
1: little tiny tidbits here and there if it ever comes up. So,
0: I told uh, Redbeard earlier we're not going to need the wiki tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you are really not? I can most of the stuff
1: I got off the tip of my tongue. So, and if I don't, I have honestly I have my notes right in front of me. So, if there's anything from any chapter you need, I have it here.
0: Awesome.
1: Including the alternate stuff that like got trashed from the early season stuff. So, it might be kind of fun. That's great.
2: great. Uh, yeah. I look forward to hearing some of that. So, hey, before we get into the
0: scene-by-scene scene stuff, uh, do we have any iTunes reviews this week? Uh, no, no iTunes reviews, so I guess we're ready to go to scene-by-scene scene coverage. Very cool. We start
2: off with, uh, we can hear the storm in the background and Michael talking with Datu. Uh, he's talking about Randy and why he didn't shoot him early on, and kind of puts a lot of the blame on himself. Uh, at this point, I thought it was a journal reading at first, but... No, it's just uh, him talking to the Datu in a kind of a somber setting.
0: We kind of joked last week that Michael didn't shoot Randy because it might cause some pain. <laughs> and he didn't quite say that this time, but he did say that maybe it was the pain running through his body that made him not shoot Randy. I don't know Oh, if he was trying to say that made him crazy or if he was trying to say it would really hurt to shoot him. <laughs> talking yeah, about the recoil. Is... Yes, Uh, just explain
1: a little bit about maybe this scene, just kind of go into it, Um, because a lot of people are are surprised that he didn't kill him at that instance. But a lot of people haven't considered that this might have been the actual first human being that's somewhat friendly to him that he's ever had to shoot. And it's it's a big jump for him, especially Uh, And this. It's this really early on in the story, too. So he hasn't really had to do much. And the only other time they've had to kill a friendly like that is somebody who's already turned. And that was, uh, I think, Cindy in a previous chapter.
0: So, See, okay. I, I don't it's been I mean, a while yeah. since that one <laughs> and no like it's ever gonna be easy to
2: truly you know take a, another person's life
0: oh yeah like I, that
1: I think that's something that um I'm just chiming in all over the place here but I think that's something that's often misconceptualized by people is like the act of pulling a trigger on another human being is like the most Difficult decision you'll ever make in your life, and to have to do it in an instant is sometimes impossible. And like a, even soldiers lock up.
0: And somebody you like. I mean, come on. And you know, whenever people kill people they like, normally it's a crime of passion, and they're mad at this person. This was not anything like that. So I, I can't imagine what that would have, what that would be like.
1: Yeah, and at this point too, they also don't know that there is no cure. So. That's that's something that comes about. is like they don't they they're at this point. It's still early on. It's only a couple months in. The CDC could come out with some cure or something. They I mean they don't know at, yeah. the, at that point.
0: So let me get my pen and paper. So you're going on the record as saying there's no cure.
1: All right. <laughs> I'm I'm quoting Tanya. Just
0: saying. Oh, okay, okay. Just make sure. <laughs> uh,
1: but no, I mean, realistically, uh, the characters at the at the point in the story we're at now, especially, um, they believe that there is no cure, and that's that is the perspective of the story. So yes, I'm just I, quoting that.
0: I'm just uh, taking a jab.
1: Oh, I know you <laughs> you can, and I'll be as slimy as a little snake, getting out of any little thing I say.
0: Great, great. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so. Michael goes on later on when he's speaking with Datu. He says, "I'd like to think that, given the situation again, I could do it." Uh, he I, he keeps going back and forth in this scene on this until finally, you know, towards the end, he says he'll do it. But I was like, "What?" i was like, "I think he will," and I I, I think that we're even going to get to that point, even if da, you know we have this kind of pet theory and hope that Datu somehow is going to make it out of this. But uh, I think he will be faced with this situation where Datu is like, kill me. And he's got to be back, you know, where he's going to have to pull the trigger again. And I know Redbeard won't even accept that. He just says, you know, Datu's going to live. Yeah. We're not doing that.
1: (laughs) Well, to play the devil's advocate, I mean, maybe this story arc is taking place not for Datu, but for somebody else. Right. Maybe he has to make the decision. and, And another person, I'm just saying, you know, just saying.
0: Yeah, just saying. Just
1: I like, to, I like to goat a little bit, so never take anything I take for serious uh, most of the time.
0: Okay. That's nice. <laughs> I like goats, too. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about?
2: <laughs> so, you know, Datu fi- finally tells Michael that he owes him after everything that's happened, he, how selfless he's been throughout this entire ordeal. And Michael finally agrees and swears to do it. Yep. And we kind of end this scene with
0: uh, Datu saying the kind of the traditional nighttime prayer. Whenever uh Michael's saying, you know, or Datu's saying it's what I want. I'm sorry, Michael said you wouldn't even need it if I did what I was supposed to earlier. And I was like, why is he he was arguing this as a, to say that he didn't want to shoot him. Like, well, you know, you don't do that then, you don't do this now, you said it was a mistake then, so if you don't do it now, it's gonna be a mistake. I didn't it was kinda I know, he's just going through a hard time, but Yeah, he doesn't know what he wants. No. No. And also <laughs> Datu's been waiting to call in this favor for forever.
1: Yeah, he's, he's had that in his back pocket for a while. It's like, yes. do I really want those Cheetos? No, I'm gonna save
0: that. You no, know. no. I'll stand and watch tonight, guys. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I would probably be hated to speak ill of Datu. Of course, I don't even, I wouldn't feel that way either. He's a great character. Jay Oligario is knocking it out of the park.
1: Yeah, he's doing a really good job on this.
0: I mean, they're just, yes. and everybody just. I mean, they're killing it right now.
1: I will say, there are some people, there are that, too, I think it's been one of the most polarizing people, I think, in terms of fan base. Like, there's some people who love him, and there's other people that absolutely hate him.
0: <laughs> is that Dr. Rock on Twitter? Uh Somebody on Twitter.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's not Dr. Rock. It's, well, that might be one of them, but uh, I think, uh, not Kelly, Tony uh, from Snark Alex. I mean, he hates him, absolutely. <laughs>
0: That's who it is. Sorry, Rock. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: every single week, I'm like... He gives me this hashtag of Die, got to Die. And I'm like... <laughs>
2: it's just, it's
1: just, I've never seen such a passionate person that's want to see a character die except for Scratch. And it's like, okay.
2: <laughs> I like Datu. He, he's one of my favorite characters.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, let's well, yeah, see. I think see. At least most people's, like I would think... He's an innocent amongst the,
1: the everyone else. I mean, he's, he's selfless. He's actually one of the, str- like, physically strongest out of the bunch because Gotta he's be. constantly working. So, like, people staying in shape in the zombie apocalypse, he is the most fit.
0: I'm glad you're saying that. Redbeard caught that when they were moving the gate earlier that everybody else is huffing and puffing and Datu's just working along. Yeah, it's, it's one of those little details that no one notices. It's like, no, Datu is just, he's a champion. Yeah,
2: Datu's kind of, the rock in the ocean of chaos going on around him He's kind of a reliable character i I know once they focus on him it everything calms down for a minute well up until recently
1: (laughs) well his whole life has been in the service of other people i mean he went to the united states to service his kids back home and you can imagine that he was in a like absolutely loved his wife and was there every day for her and she just walked all over him because he was such a you know it's it's one of those things where it's like if you're too nice and too like loving and giving, you can just be walked over, and I think that's what happened to him.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe that's part of it. I, I've been a doormat before. I know how that is. <laughs> you
0: have to I'm learn. Sure you have, have to learn
1: that. And be in that position. You know.
2: Yes.
0: Ready to go to the next scene? I am. Well, it starts out with uh, Michael, and uh, it's the next morning, and Michael is talking over the radio to Tanya, and they're you know kind of sharing the numbers, but they don't give them to us just yet when uh <laughs> Robbins is complaining that it's it, you know it's like 6 a.m. It's just funny I guess but I was like come on, Redbeard, you guys PT'd at like 530 right? Well yeah depending on where I was but yeah yeah and I'm sure Michael's you know driving these guys pretty hard <laughs> but it made for some good comedy.
1: Well, they were also getting up at regular intervals in the night, just like Firewatch in a way, just like, because they had to go and get uh, dotu samples. Right. So they're already, like, all pretty exhausted from the day before on top of that, and it's just, yeah, it's just not a bad equation.
2: <laughs> I thought it was great that Max is over here, and he's all cheerful and bubbly, and talking about, you know, I make coffee,
0: and... Oh, you mean Carl. I thought that was Carl. It was Carl? That's Carl. Dang it! <laughs> not yet. Max... Well, he'll be there soon enough, I guess, when with Vic and him or whatever.
1: Yeah, Vic, uh, yeah, he's there in the next scene with uh, Victor and
0: uh, uh, Michael. And the next thing Mike says to the guys, though, and this is kind of, I think I think you meant this a little bit double entendre, well, Michael says, clock's ticking. You know, the guys come on, just get up, get ready, clock's ticking. And really what I'm thinking is, yeah, the clock's ticking on Datu. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess that was, I thought it was a little bit more subtle. I guess not. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're
1: exactly right. I mean, yeah, the, the, it is, the ticking clock in, in all of these scenarios is is Datu, and is he going to be able to fix the thing in time, and
0: yeah. Let's see, so Puck likes a little honey in his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Robins looks I, I wish Robbins would have asked for the pancakes. That would have been great. <laughs> Muldoon could have really had fun with that one.
1: Yeah, yep. Muldoon was too tired to even probably even <laughs> get the point.
0: <laughs> I didn't even hear him. Was he awake? He was still sleeping in the corner.
1: Muldoon was the last one awake. He was the one who asked for pancakes, and it was like and he was just yeah. I imagine he's like the laziest of the group. He's he's one of those weird officers that like. He's just in the background. He's just lazy. He's not really an officer. He's just kind of like, meh.
0: He's a pilot, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's a pilot. He loves to drive. He loves to fly. And that's about all he wants to do.
0: <laughs> I like the line, he's somewhat an officer.
1: <laughs> well, war officers, you know, they're they're kind of a weird mix. You can get really ones that are like really, you know, officer-ish and other ones that are more enlisted-ish. It's kind of like they can be hybrid. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: absolutely. I've had some great ones.
2: And, it, and now... It hadn't always been that way, but now they can actually take command of a of a company.
0: Oh, can they? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they just started in the last couple of years. Yeah, I had a except for in aviation units. My, in my section, we had a W03 Mustang leading us, and then he actually got direct commission to captain oh, when he wow. was there. He was amazing.
1: It's amazing how like warrant officers and enlisted are like. It seems like there's there's many more like that are head over heroes leaders than officers. It's just that's how it works out.
0: Yeah, and of oh, course yeah. they, they get the respect too, you know, from the enlisted guys a lot of times. Yeah, I love it
1: when I see an officer like, and you and you can actually see their bars sometimes, and I'll, you'll see the NCO trainings on there. Um, and it's like, yeah, you were actually went through and went to the other side. So I just, they usually command more respect.
2: Right. Oh, oh, definitely. Rather than the ones that came right out of ROTC or. Oh yeah, like West Pointers,
1: the,
0: the yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much Angel, where he started at in the story.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. He was
0: the stereotype. That's right. That's
2: beautiful. Speaking of that, la- that last episode where he's like Saul and Angel. Oh, that's awesome about Saul. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't acknowledge Angel so whatsoever.
0: So Angel had that. Uh, he had that reputation already. He was so new, but people already knew about him.
1: Oh yeah, we actually we actually made it a little lighter in that um, scene because there, there's an alternate line where it's like, "Oh yeah, that guy's an a hole," blah
2: blah blah. <laughs> and it was just two
0: on the nose. He just keeps going.
2: <laughs> oh, that, that's good.
0: So Michael goes to check on Datu. and this this safe house. I'm pig- I was picturing last week like a two room shed or something like that, and then this week I'm kind of getting the feeling it's a it's a full on house, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's actually uh, this safe house in particular is like uh, it's on the the second or third floor of like an apartment building Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be on the ground floor because you can any noise can be heard from the street. Whereas if you go up a little higher, you have a little bit more uh, sound cover.
0: Cool. I'm intrigued. So do you have do you have a map that you keep to yourself of where all these things are?
1: Uh, the safe houses, uh, some of them I haven't mapped out. Some of them, I'll be honest, are more conveniences and writings because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, they're by this area. I need to have a safe house there. God has yeah. created a safe house there, <laughs> and
0: it was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like, so CJ has uh, 16 of them. So it's like I can be like, oh, there's one there, and there's one there. But I, there's some areas I can't like, I can't have them. Uh, too many safe houses close to the colony because she didn't have them there when they did the raid for the colony. So that's one of the ones where it's a little restrictive.
0: Right. Uh, Plus but there it makes w- them a lot more, you know, there's a lot more tension, I guess. If there's a problem there, there's not anywhere close to escape to.
1: Oh, no, no, no. The, if the colony is the colony. Is You know, if mm. that place falls, where are you going to go? It's pretty much a maze to get out of there as well.
0: Yeah. And so we, we looked at that on the map, I guess. It was right there with Liberty Park, I think. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, that, that the colony is extremely specific to the area that it's made around. Like the street names, the houses, all that stuff's extremely like set there. So if anybody wants to do their were alive scavenger hunt one day, they can like walk in the path of the colony.
0: Oh cool. I tried to go a little bit south of that on the map. I couldn't find the creek where Peggs was moving that down. Is that in addition?
1: Oh no, it's there. It's, it it's like, uh, it's not, it doesn't look like a normal creek in terms of like Midwestern creeks, but it's a California creek, which is basically just a runoff. Okay. Um, so no, it's there. Oh,
0: and, so that's why they don't want to drink from it. Really don't want to drink from it.
1: <laughs> it's not really usable water because the runoffs are, are pretty dirty and it's just, it's not a really good thing to, to use. Um, but the colony itself, some people I don't think actually have realized that because they're like, oh, yeah, they expanded the colony and it's not going to be safe and blah, blah, blah. But it's compartmentalized, which means that they didn't tear down the walls, the existing. They just built more. So it's like, you know how they have sections of a city with walls? That's pretty much what they did.
2: OK, that's what I was <laughs> hoping would be the case. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to.
1: It's like if if half of the colony got invaded, there's another half that they could retreat to if if, if that was the case.
0: Hmm. Explain those walls again real quick. How How are they walls?
1: Well, it's their makeshift walls for the most part. Uh, the first ones that they made are like cinder block bottoms, a lot of sheet metal, um, and they actually built them the walls into houses and things, mm-hmm. so that the walls themselves already give them like a six or seven foot structure to build off of. So a lot of times they're using pre existing structures um, to kind of build off of to make them as you know durable as possible.
0: Gotcha. Wow. All right. Sorry for going taking you so far off track.
1: No no I, I no, I don't mind talking about other stuff at all,
0: so Michael's he checks on Datu in this back room, I guess, and his eyes are puffy and red, he's kind of assuming either it's crying or changing, and I'm just gonna guess I think it's just crying and I think Michael would probably say something about his eyes being cloudy if, if he was changing. What about you, Redbeard?
2: yeah, I thought it might also have to do with the lack of sleep, Yeah,
0: so. a hard time, or he's turning into some new bug eyed zombie, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> But no, we all know your...
2: Datu's pretty
1: emotional, so it, it's he's he's going through yeah. a rough, spot, rough patch. Yeah.
0: And, that. well,
2: that's further confirmed with the comment about, I'll have a lot of time for sleep later. Yeah, a lot of time for rest. Oh, well, that's he, what he says.
1: He's grown, though, a lot because, if you remember, he kind of shut down altogether once he lost Samantha. Like, he pretty much gave up. So, I mean, he is still functioning at this point, but uh, when it was far less worse before, he was less functioning.
2: Yeah. It was almost catatonic back then, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he went to, like, a state of shock that was um, just completely overbearing and just, like, shut him down. Yeah,
0: That's all the notes I had for that scene. How about you? Uh, Yeah, before that was over, Michael again says that he will keep his promise. Yeah, that's important to say. No matter if he fixes the pump or not, he's going to yeah. fix the pump. Right. Yeah, he can fix anything. <laughs>
1: chirp, 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 chirp.
0: <laughs> no crows. That's uh a... Oh, oh yeah, the, the crows
1: my my most deadly weapon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did catch the uh, the little songbirds at the beginning that was pretty pretty. Was like, oh, it's morning time, huh?
1: Yeah, I well, I wanted to differentiate the between the rain and the rain it stops, so there's gonna be a lot of worms on the ground. there's gonna be a lot of birds that are active. They love after the rain.
0: That's I great. Them. I love the way you're just, you can paint that picture. Yeah. yeah, we
1: we don't have a lot of palate, you know, so we have to use what we can. And like the tiniest things are sometimes thrown in there to try and, you know, you may not even notice them.
0: Yeah, I, like, like you said last week, there's so much more you can catch each time you uh, go back and listen.
1: Yeah, we actually had to edit out a certain type of bird in that scene because it was like all of a sudden it was like normal California birds. Then all of a sudden this like South African like swallow was like, and I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they can carry a coconut, you know.
1: Yes, but they wouldn't be in California. Actually, weird thing is we have parrots here, which no one actually like where I live. There's parrots. It's they're odd. It's really weird. They're not supposed to be here. (laughs) Were they pets? We don't know. There's like um, if if anybody's really curious to look it up, it's like you look up Orange County, like uh, green parrots and the things are like taking over California, like an infestation. It's
0: horrible. (laughs) Invasive species. Isn't that what that's called? (laughs) Yeah,
1: pretty much. Someone brought them here as pets and now they're like taking over and like they're they're Planting in uh, what do you call it? Palm trees and they're just taking over areas
0: and it's it's uh it's a pretty bad. <laughs> the outback rabbits of California. Pretty much.
2: Well, you know that that's like a there's a lake here that uh, there was somebody I guess had a freshwater red octopus as a pet and they somehow got into a lake. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: that's why piranhas are illegal because they don't want them getting
2: flushed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, USGS has a. Uh, um,
0: invasive species list. That's cool. It's pretty cool. So next we've got the water pump site where they're about to get back to work, and Tanya shows up. Yeah. She just she mentions he's got a week, maybe more. So we're learning, you know, we're gonna have a little bit more time with DATU It's I'm kind of breathing a little sigh of relief because I don't know if is gonna go out this episode, you know, or next episode. Hopefully. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully never.
1: And so, story time a week is a long time. Depends on how, like what happens. It
0: really could be. You know, it could be.
1: i was that could be an, that you the entire season.
0: It could be. But I don't. You know, we We know it won't be. Yeah, I don't hope. know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right.
2: So yeah, the soldiers are helping Datu replace the pump, and Tanya's suggesting with the time that Datu has left that people can come by
0: the safe house to visit him. Ideally, hope. Yeah, we're gonna get that. That's gonna be a tear-jerker, I'm sure, Hope and too, And this is, probably, this is probably what Hope needed to get out of that weird, teeny angst thing she has going on and be back to a likable character, because it seems like nobody can stand her right now as far as the fans go.
1: Yeah, she had a little bit of a pity party um, the last time we interacted with her, because, well, to her defense, I mean... It, it's kind of like cj where she thinks she's not even useful in this environment and she feels like she's slowing everybody down and that's kind of a hard burden to put on you is like you could cost other people lives because of your own you know
0: disability
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah no pressure oh man <laughs> oh
0: i got it i got it her first she can see finally and then it's dot turning <laughs> and coming after her it's
2: terrible Just scar her for the rest of her life
0: Oh, golly! Scar her neck. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm dark. I don't know if I'm that dark. <laughs> no, it'll. She'll see him and cry a tear on him, and he'll be healed or something.
1: I don't know. Our That's first main goes, right? character that died was a was a, like a 14 year old boy. So maybe I am that dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a moment of silence for Tommy. <sighs> okay, long enough. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Let's you see. didn't even you didn't there's normally a Skype delay and you didn't even you just went right through that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah,
2: uh do you wanna go ahead and want me to go ahead and continue or do you wanna take it? Yeah, I don't
0: through? have a I don't have anything till the end of this scene.
2: Okay, so Tanya's been busy with studying the blood samples. She mentions the, the research being done for the bottle of fallousatin and that uh she's also gonna be busy with Lizzie's uh the baby coming soon. So then uh Puck brings up the the subject of sil- the soldiers going to the Pinstripe's house. And Michael states that he's going to be staying there with Datu. And then, this is where we find out that CJ left the gun truck with him. I am guess she's feeling some of the guilt from this, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, both gun trucks. Well, there's one there at the site, and they're going to take one with them. So both of them are there right now. Whereas cool. the third is, is pretty much based at the colony 100% of the time.
0: Oh, okay. I I must have been confused. I thought there was only one gun truck, and then there was a gun truck they just were working on. So there's three of them.
1: Yeah, there's three. Two of them have 50 cal's mounted, um, and they use them interchangeably in the field. The third one they have at the colony, and it's never moved from there, it's the one with the minigun from the uh, Pelican. So that one stays there at the colony, because they would never want to have that many people not have something of a high caliber.
2: Okay, that's cool. I didn't realize that before either. I know that they did okay. So there was two 50 cal's in the mini gun, and one of the 50 cal's was broken. Whenever the guys came from um, Irwin to to the colony originally, right?
1: Yeah. So there was okay. So the original 50 cal that they had was was from Bert's safe, and then that one got busted in chapter 24. Well, tw- yeah, 24 when they uh, got the RPG that hit the uh, Hummer. Right, and, right. And so Saul and Victor had that for a while, but its uh, feed paw, which is a mechanism inside of it, had been broken or bent back and wasn't properly feeding rounds. so you could only load one at a time. And then Bert fixed it uh, when he returned back in Chapter 36, and they brought 150 cal with them from Fort Irwin. So that's where the two have uh, lined up.
0: Okay.
2: Okay, that, that makes that makes sense. This yeah. is why I'm here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Wiki doesn't have that detail. <laughs> it might them. not. I just
1: That's off the top of my head.
2: It's also brought up that Vic keeps volunteering to help, and Tanya says she doesn't know what happened but asks, was it so bad that Michael couldn't give him another chance? <sighs> so I was hoping that we would finally get an
0: answer here. We got a vague one. Yeah, it's good enough for now. I'm sure we'll get more, hopefully. I don't know.
1: Eh, you might get a little bit more, but probably not much. It's, it's actually intentionally ambiguous to the point where it's like, what you're supposed to know from this event is that it was a pretty basic event. It was just like they were out on patrol, Victor wasn't watching, one of them got close, and uh, it was Victor's fault that it got even as close as it did. And not only Michael, but the other soldiers saw Victor as a liability that they didn't need to have out there. So, And they just kind of nixed it from the team.
0: Well, that's all I need to know, really. And then he's in Victor's in need of redemption. Yeah, and I love Victor. I hope he gets it.
2: Uh, yeah. I was just curious because you know Michael's notorious for taking risks. So I was like, you're really harsh on this guy, but I guess it, the the difference is one is intentional and one is just negligence.
1: Yeah, he is he is a little hypocritical um, in a lot of the things he does. Uh, there are some things where it's like he would do something not nearly as bad and then blame someone else. But at the same time, it's not just him that made that decision like other soldiers probably gave him pressure about it. Cause it's, it's a liability for them as well.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well that, that was actually the only note I had for this scene, you know, that I, I was waiting to talk about. Yeah. But let's see. Uh... Well, I
2: mean, it's not like completely done cause we're, this is where it gets brought up again. Um, Michael's saying that the soldiers are going to go out to pinstripes, uh, house and check it out or his pug put it in keys house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, Puck is asking who is in charge. Who's going to be in charge of the soldiers? And Michael sh- starts joking that it's going to be Carl. <laughs> that's <laughs> obvious, right? <laughs> and then Puck responds with Maldoon, and that's where he says that at least he's kind of an officer. <laughs> 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 and Michael's allowing Puck to take the lead on this one. And uh, when before, on their way out, they got to take Tanya back to the uh, to the morgue and tells right. that. Oh, it's a mortuary. I've been calling it yeah, a, a morgue.
1: morgue. I think, you know what's funny is um, I've had to make sure that I uh, clarify, like every single time I write it, that it's a mortuary, not morgue, because it's they're a little bit different.
2: <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. Maybe I got further convinced that it was a morgue after seeing the uh, the artwork for that chapter. Well, morgue and mortuary are actually
1: pretty close. A mortuary yeah. contains a morgue, whereas a morgue is just a morgue. Gotcha. Oh that's just, that's, the, that's what I'm under the impression from my research I may be wrong but I'm pretty sure like uh a mortuary is like a place a morgue is more or less you only find a morgue by itself in like a hospital or some sort of like medical facility okay gotcha yeah so,
2: okay that makes a huge difference on the setup then
1: yeah because the mortuary this one is freestanding um it, it's there's there's other compartments to the mortuary itself that are pretty irrelevant they're just they only operate at one part of it
2: gotcha so this this next little scene was pretty funny. It was where Puck was getting pretty excited about being in, in charge of this little mission, and uh, what was it was it Robbins that says he's drunk with power? That was Carl. It was Carl.
0: Yeah.
1: No, that was Muldoon. That was dang. We're both yeah, that wrong. Muldoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought that was Carl. I listened. I went back and I was like, oh, okay, it's not Robbins. Must be Carl. Nope.
1: No, it was Muldoon, he was like... Um, there's several takes of it, but he's... Uh, he even says, Michael, do something, but you could barely hear that part.
0: <laughs> Michael, do something. <laughs> he's drunk with power.
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, Tanya's saying that when the soldiers come back, they can bring Hope to the safe house. And uh, we find out that Vic and Max are going to stay with Michael. It was Max that time, right?
1: Yep. Max, okay. is, uh, Max usually hangs around... Um, cj and he's the one who brought back the other gun truck okay cool not even a scene that exists but it's there <laughs>
0: right
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay victor starts talking with michael and vic starts off with last time i know i wasn't paying attention and says that he's here 100 percent. and uh he's then put on the 50 cal so that so really needs to be said about that
0: since we kind of clarified it already with the expert puck drops off tanya at the mortuary this next time and you can kind of hear <laughs> uh, Robbins as they're, I guess the truck's leaving and the door's closing, but you can still hear Robbins go, Oh, no, please let me get out and get the gate.
2: <laughs> now, it, what? Then
0: what, I guess Muldoon says, You can use the exercise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, now, what's this uh, vehicle supposed to be? Oh, the driving?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's like an extended bed truck, uh, it's got four doors. Uh, and The bed of the truck itself has the uh, – imagine a pole in the center um, where the 50 cal is welded onto a mount um, where it's got like a swivel plate on it. And so it's a more modern truck uh, that takes uh, unleaded rather than diesel. That's, they don't really operate out of uh, Hummers anymore because of the diesel issue.
2: Okay, because I, I was listening to it on my crappy laptop speakers. And then again, I think just through the phone. And it's, it sounded like an ATV almost because there was like a high-pitched plinking sound like you would kind of hear when you rev up a – like a dirt yeah, bike? Yeah, that, that engine had some serious knock going to
0: it.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you actually know the sound of engines, don't listen to We're Alive, because I interchange them all the time depending on like what the engine does. So.
0: Gotcha. I thought the thing was about to break down. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't know the sounds of engines, so I'm just guessing.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a little trick is like most of the time um we'll use trucks interchangeably depending on like what the engine's doing and the speed it's going and like the actual character of the motor rather than the kind of motor. So sometimes like a door, if you listen to the doors every time, they're never going to be exactly the same cuz sometimes I want a more metallic hit versus a thud or something, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, cool.
0: I'm I'm laughing about taking that out of context. If you know what engines sound like, don't listen to weird life <laughs> uh, That's dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb. Alright, uh, so Saul and Tanya, they're, they're back in the place here. I'm asking, what I want to know is, why can't Tanya take her own blood? Is that not something that people can do, or is this kind of for...
1: It's hard. It, it's, it's like, if you have someone else that can do it, who's trained, like a medic, mm-hmm. you might as well ask them, because to take your own, it's like, Especially if you're like right or left handed you have to one hand the needle. Yeah Um, Which and if they're if they're trying to be precautious in terms of bruising so they don't like have clearly look like they've been like You know have tire tracks on their arms from heroin (laughs) or something. Yeah Um, Because they don't want anybody to know that they're doing tests on themselves.
2: Yeah, I uh, went through Yeah, we I went through a combat medic course and it was not easy doing it on myself. Oh, you did it? Yeah,
1: Oh, I had to let somebody else do it, and it was like, oh, my arm's never been that bruised. It was so awful. (laughs) It was not They, like, went for the bone, I swear. They just went right in, like, perpendicular to my arm.
0: They had a Navy nurse's training on me one time, but it made me pass out. (laughs) So, (laughs) what, uh, I was kind of confused, Red Beer. Let's speculate before we have Casey give us the the lowdown. He may not want to, but Tanya says, don't look at that.
2: Oh when think, the reading came
0: off? I thought it was when the reading came off and I was trying to wonder if it was the numbers or whatever. Like if not what else would it be? It it was I was assuming that it was either Saul or the last uh blood sample from Datu. And then yeah, she didn't I figured Saul would be like no no mama let me see what this is, you know. If uh, if you're saying don't let me look at it.
1: Yeah, it's the readings from Saul. Like, because what ha- if you like listen closely in the scene? She takes his sample, puts it in the machine, and then uh, he gets a sample from her. And she is—he's is taking her blood as the the readout comes through,
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: basically telling her, telling him to focus. You know.
0: Don't, okay. Okay.
1: Don't screw so, this up because you're distracted.
0: She's not hiding something. No, no, no. I'm and he, again, he, and he still didn't do it well. <laughs> no, he
1: didn't. <laughs> no. He's pretty good at it, but I mean, honestly, if I had to, if, like, your mom is a pro, and you and you're like being watched by her, you're gonna
2: screw up. See, the numbers are down from the night before.
0: Yeah, I don't know the make of that, except that, like, we both hope and want, but well, then to be immune somehow.
2: I, I I gathered that the numbers fluctuate.
0: Oh yeah, they absolutely said they're going up and down constantly.
1: For tall, for I'm sorry, for tall, for Saul and Tanya, that is.
0: Right. right. Not Yes, they haven't said that about Datu yet.
1: Datu's numbers have continued to write, raise from every single reading. Right. And same did, uh, so did Amy's. Not Amy's, I'm sorry. Uh, Wendy's? Wendy's, yes.
0: So, and 300 is stage one, right? That is like the line for it. Ooh. Uh, I you're going to get my I, notes out. I think that's right in there. And, and also, while you're looking that up, if you are, I don't care. That's fine. But somebody pointed out that I saw in the forums sometime in the last week that they caught the Fibonacci sequence in this. Oh. Was that purposeful?
1: Apparently, they caught that.
0: Good but for you, them. You didn't see that?
1: I, oh, I I can't read every single post. Oh, yeah. Uh, I
0: understand that. After
1: they get not, past, like, 15 pages, I'm like, uh, this is getting way out there now.
0: <laughs> I, I I typically don't read them as read very much because we have so much going since we're recording the night. We get to listen. Mm-hmm. So normally we don't get a chance to even make it over there, but I was I was on last week and I just happened, one of the few posts I look at, somebody mentioned the Fibonacci sequence and that. I was like, man, hats off. So, yeah,
1: Now there's lots of little things that are in there that they, they caught and that was one of them. Uh, but yeah, 300 is stage one. I just confirmed it.
0: Excellent. That's
2: awesome. Hey, are, are you a fan of Tool? No. No? No. no. Hey, you tell the story better than I do, Mick. What about the album? Uh, the Parabola? One of
0: their tools, I, I think it was Lateralist. Yeah, yeah, laterals. Uh, so when you listen to the album or whatever, the tracks, it's just like any other album, or whatever. If you go back and reorder the tracks using the Fibonacci sequence somehow, I forget how they do it. Whenever one track ends, it leads directly into the next one when it's reordered that way. I just thought that was interesting. What? Yeah, oh, it's really... Who
2: discovered that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some other
2: music nerd. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because all those, I mean, the guys in Tool, they're all. Ph.D. freaking musicians. Isn't that weird how that works out? It was the same with,
1: uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, from Kiss, the lead singer of Kiss.
2: Gene Simmons?
1: Yeah. Wasn't he? Or am I wrong with that? I, think, I don't have a clue.
2: I believe they were, too. I know that, I think they're all trained musicians. I don't know what, to what level, but,
1: yeah. Wow. Simmons speaks four languages. English, Hungarian, Hebrew, and German.
2: And is currently is,
1: learning Japanese and Mandarin.
0: That is incredible.
1: But he does not have a Ph.D., apparently.
0: <laughs> wow I'm still pretty impressed yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Maynard and all those guys were PhDs I don't think Maynard is he, he's he was uh,
2: he went to West Point oh cool the lead singer of Tool yeah uh, wow. the, that. yeah those guys I don't know that's an interesting story behind those guys but okay that's let's fun. see
0: let's talk more about music <laughs> the music fan cast we <laughs> like musics musics plural yes musics <laughs>
1: Oh, so I, I, yeah, I have a music note for this episode, actually, if you really want to know. Yeah, um, absolutely. This is one of the few times we ever have repeated Angel's song uh, that was played after he was shot. Um, Ooh. It was the same song that uh, was played while Datu was saying his prayer.
2: I didn't even catch that. That's sweet.
1: It's one of the few custom pieces we have in We're Alive. Um, because most of the other stuff is um, arrangements and things that I've like created from our uh, music sampling stuff.
2: Well, let's see, I do want to note that since we're jumping back in here, uh, yeah. that they did mention that the levels are not a clear indication. But on the same note, Tanya says there is no doubt that Datu is changing.
0: Mm-hmm. And she also mentions that she takes the notes from him, saying, you know, he feels that he's changing, like he mentioned last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bringing me back down again. I'm getting sad again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, voice lowers. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> love throttler.
1: I to to be honest, um, I've been choked up a couple times writing scenes because I have to say goodbye to a character that I love. Wow. So I it's it's happened because it's it's weird because um, as a writer, I compartmentalize the voices and the people in my head, and I'm literally killing off a voice in my head, and it's kind of sad to think that they won't be there anymore.
0: That's terrifying.
2: How in the world do you keep up with all these? Do you have like a, a cork board with strings, and <laughs> I'm just trying oh. to envision what what this looks like.
1: <laughs> well, what do you mean that like the outlines and stuff like that? Well, or yeah, the... just
2: car- character and story progression. Do you have like any any visuals to keep up with this, or is this all written down?
1: Um, I, I have um a, a lot of it's been written down as I go, um, but a lot of it's in my head. Like I can tell you probably the next. Like eight no, I'm sorry, next seven chapters outlined from my head very easily. So I keep a lot of it upstairs. Um Go but ahead. all of it's all written down too.
2: Yeah, Go ahead and we're, start. we're ready. We're, we're listening.
1: Uh okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start giving you some of my alternative timelines just to screw you all up. <laughs>
0: That'd be great. I look
1: at I look at episode two and I'm like, they find Jesus hiding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: From The Walking Dead.
1: (laughs) Uh, it's actually Datsu's original character's name was uh, gonna be Jesus. I heard Um, that. And so yeah, so it's still and some of my uh, outlines still have this. And then um, let's see here, Sol and Angel secure the rest of the floors until they reach the top floor, which has been barricaded by Sandy and Bill. Sandy (laughs) didn't ever actually existed. Uh, The character never made it to page. She (laughs) was actually just made dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Jesus in the elevator. You know, that's funny. There's. I found a lot of parallels when I listened to this and the walking dead comic and show. And I know you don't, uh, you're staying away from all that stuff, but they do Please have don't a spoiler for me. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> won't. Except there is a character named Jesus. That's funny.
1: What really? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really. so glad I killed off that name then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't come till much later, but
1: Datu's uh, so much better. Cause honestly, if I had to write We're live over, I might change the names to make them ex- much more unique for each character. Uh, like Datu I have never heard another character named Datu.
0: Never heard of anything named Datu.
1: Yeah. So that's unique. Uh, Saul. Heard a lot of Saul's. Angels and Michaels are very common names. But mm-hmm. like I, I like the names that are like very unique, like Datu. and um,
0: Scratch I, is the only other unique one I can think of.
1: Um,
0: oh, Dury. Dari. Yeah. Kithen the isn't that common, I guess. What was the, what's the guy with the weird voice? Skittles. Skittles. Not Skittles. Uh, the bad guy, a Prisoner bricks he's like huh? Ah, like mustache twirling oh tardust yeah tardust
1: <laughs> tardust no one has guessed the origin of his name either no one. really yeah because every single mauler has a name that exemplifies what that person was because they don't go by their real names at all mm-hmm. they've left their names behind um and so each one has like their own code name and tardust tardust is a um is a certain type of like drug uh, term it's like a slang and that they use and so that's how he got his name because oh. he was a big uh he was a big time drug chemist
0: i always pictured his mom had like a lisp when he was born <laughs> and like what's his name and like third you know oh that's, that's terrible <laughs>
1: instead of having a brilliant name because you're a drug peddler who's a chemist kind of like the walter white before walter white <laughs> yeah. actually i think this came out before breaking bad it did. um
0: I guess so, I don't know for sure.
1: I don't know if I came up with him before then or not, but I definitely had not seen Breaking Bad until then. But he was like he literally was a chemist who made drugs. Um and he was a really smart guy and you just made his mom have a lisp and made him sound stupid.
0: <laughs> oh, people with lisp aren't stupid, Casey. Come on. I used to have a lisp. Oh.
2: <laughs> Verdict's still out. What's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: lisp or not, you know. <laughs> How do you talk about me like that? Oh, God, Bane's here.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Bane.
1: At least I can understand what you're saying.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of, the real reason we brought you on here is I heard you had a problem with Man of Steel. Worst movie I've ever
1: seen in my life. F.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been Movie Ratings with Casey Weyland.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually have... I like... I don't think people should listen to the uh, – because I do a podcast review with, with yeah, my I wife. Yeah, I listened
0: to the first ten minutes before I – I actually had to leave work when I started it. But
1: It's extremely inappropriate because I swear so much in it because it was such an awful movie.
0: To hear the rest of this discussion, please listen to the extended cut
2: after the credits. Back to the show. You were talking about subjecting uh, Datsu to the
0: gas from ground zero. I thought and that was I- a great idea. You did? I did. I was like, (laughs) as soon as he fixed that pump, you better get him in the truck and take him down there.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Well, that's
1: why it's there. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I decided that like you know what every single perspective of every single thought of every person let's put in the scene of like because Saul basically is the rational listener who's like okay what can we try at this point mm-hmm. put the gas in there uh, expose the gas to blood put folostatin in the blood like every combination of things you could try to see what works and she's trying them all and nothing works.
0: Yeah, well, let, me, let me rephrase it. I didn't necessarily think it was a great idea. I I was I wanted to know what would happen <laughs> and I was picturing that happening. I was like yeah do that do that. well
1: think of it like this but tanya has a very good point they need him to fix something and if they expose him to more things and it makes him turn faster not a good plan
0: yeah not a good plan i'm thinking definitely definitely after
2: uh yeah if everything
0: else is exhausted then he's got two weeks you know he's dying in the back seat he hadn't turned yet you know?
1: Let's let's just push him over the edge. For dot. <laughs> He's just an experiment pincushion now.
2: Or or better yet, you know, they're talking about drilling down into it. We got one more
0: thing for you to do, dot too. <laughs> Oh,
2: that's so Speaking wrong. Speaking
0: of, Tanya goes on to talk they're talking about the gas. She says it's you know, not surface area, she thinks it came from deep down. Yeah, well she's in the yeah. world.
2: She's talking about the quake was only local to Inglewood the as well. Pin-
0: yeah. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. But I'm excited to see it.
1: Like oh. I said, like here's the thing. Um, and I'll, I'll, I've reiterated this a couple times. When the story is over, there's still going to be some discussion and some debate over some aspects of the story. So there will be little things that will not come out in the story that you're gonna have to like put together. But you're gonna have all most of the pieces of the puzzle to see what the picture is.
0: And it will be a quote resolute ending. We're just gonna have, there will still be uh, angles for discussion, right? Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like there. Put it this way: there's probably going to be maybe two or three theories of an answer of certain aspects that we don't have a perspective to because they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I think this has been brought up by one of the characters in the story. The only way of knowing what happened at ground zero like initially was to be there and no one survived that. So it's like there's certain perspectives of the story
2: we'll never get cuz we are not. There's no god character. Yeah.
0: There's that's next chapter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I uh, no no it's not next chapter we don't need a lost
0: ending no no I meant nope. before I was I was holding that in the queue and then he dropped the god character thing and I <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to say that's next chapter like he had exposed something and he wasn't supposed to too early <laughs> there's no real supernatural thing like
1: supernatural people in this story yeah it's thank all you. like no
0: Stephen King ending.
1: No, no, no. It's all realistic in the canon that we've created. All logic and science based. Where yes, these things are, you know, that the, the probability of something happening is very minute, but it's not like completely off the wall, crazy like fantasy.
0: Yeah. Cool. Science stuff. I love that she's enjoying enjoying this. She, you know, she mentions how much fun she's having. And well, then, this
1: is, that was like her pet project the entire time she was locked in a room in Irwin, so she's probably a little like cabin fever obsessed with it. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I didn't even, think, didn't even think about the cabin fever aspect.
1: Yeah, she was there for four months or something like that. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. It I, just I now, talk about it like I didn't actually write her there. <laughs> what, I didn't stick her in the room myself. It's not me. It's just a, I'm just interpreting the story. All <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I created the characters, they did this. Look what you did.
1: What's funny is it feels like that sometimes. <laughs> it does. Like, it feels like they go to a certain direction on their own.
0: Hands on your fun. hips, wagging your finger at them. How
1: dare you, Michael?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't imagine you like this. So, so I,
1: I'm imagining you did something in that. I just I didn't hear anything over the mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually was. I had my hands on my hips and wagging a finger. And uh, First time I've thought about it, really... Was this thought about this? Was during this this scene? Saul is kind of really putting the baby and and Lizzie at risk. If you think about it, I mean, he is a slow turner, but we don't know that's something that could Maybe. accelerate it. Or and then I really got something real crazy thinking about some other zombie fiction when uh like a zombie would turn in the night while people are sleeping. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. And then that would that would be freaking scary. <laughs>
1: Well, the details of Lizzie and Saul's relationship run out right now remain hazy. They may not have been made. They I, when Saul got any inclination that he was turning, he may not have ever kissed Lizzie or had sex with her again. So, mm-hmm. just saying that that could be the subtext of what's going on there too. So, and it,
2: he hadn't really told her anything new, I guess, because
1: he hasn't some... really gotten into it much.
2: And yeah, they made a comment in this episode about Lizzie doesn't know. What? I can't remember what it was. She's left out a lot of details. It sounds like though.
1: Yeah, Lizzie's been kept in the dark about a lot of things because they don't want to stress her out because the baby. Because it, you know, stress yeah. passes on, and they're just doing their best to try and like keep her sheltered.
0: Right. So we get some some more good things about Lizzie. We hear, you know, we've got a couple weeks left until the baby's going to be born, and uh, T's, Tanya's going to be gathering all this stuff up to get ready for that so we've got a couple of weeks for that we've got maybe a couple of weeks for Datu we've got well, some serious some good drama coming out coming up and then also you know when you listen to a or you're watching something and you can see uh, these people are like giving all the details to each other and then all of a sudden somebody was eavesdropping and heard it and it was just happened to be that they were talking about all these details during this scene, I began to wonder, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they don't have like a, a hot radio on or something, or somebody comes up from behind a cabinet and was like, oh, so you guys are bitten, you know? I'm afraid as much as they're talking about this sort of thing, that they're going to be caught like that, and it's going to create some real drama.
1: It's a good theory. I like that.
0: <laughs> <Ready>? <laughs> I hope it's not like that. I ho- I really hope it's not like that, but I would make for some good drama.
1: But at the same time, Tanya does, this is like her little workshop. So she has a lot of like secrets hidden in here, and nobody screws with her in this mm-hmm. place. So, because nobody wants to go in there. I mean, look at Victor. He's like, uh, can we go now? There's like oh, yeah. bodies in jars. Can I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess what I was expecting and almost hearing was like the radio crackling. Like, like we heard that, and then st- uh, tune in in two weeks. <laughs> no, instead you got somebody else entirely. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, there was somebody else at the end of the scene. I, you know, I did have a few extra
2: notes before we get to that
0: yeah
2: and uh one was you know tanya says that the gas is the answer and she was talking about that when she said that they'll have to drill down to that to really find out more and i'm just wondering where that's going uh, <laughs> if they're if, if they're gonna do that if is the gas really the answer to all of this
0: do you really want to drill down into that
2: <laughs> and release more possibly
0: <laughs> right yeah especially with seismic activity going on
1: well, here's the thing is if she knows that the gas causes it, um, what else does she really need to know? Like the origin of it, she may not ever know because for whatever reason. So it's like there's a lot of gray areas in there.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, look, there's more gas. That tells us nothing.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing is is there's a, there's a thin line between like – Discovery and all of a sudden they could make the problem worse. Like, can you imagine they were like, "Oh, I want to know where the gas is coming from." All of a sudden it ruptures and the gas goes over a bigger area and everyone dies. <laughs> so it's yeah. like you're playing with fire here, buddy.
0: <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that.
2: That's why ideas like throw <laughs> Datsu into the gas and see what happens. Not <laughs> oh, the best idea. <laughs> Not yet. What's it so, uh, about? Curious the minds want
1: to know. It's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, or something like that, that you can't like observe something without changing the outcome.
0: Right, <laughs> that's the so, observer effect. Yeah, <laughs> the Heisenberg
1: observer
0: effect. effect? The no, Heisenberg called? uncertainty principle is something else, I think.
1: Oh well, either way, um, one of those principles is like, yeah, you you, you don't want to like all of a sudden change the outcome by like your own curiosity. But right. who you knows? Maybe our characters have already done in some way. You never
2: know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The cat is dead inside that box and alive.
2: <laughs> so they talk about the bottle of folistatin again, and they uh, mention that it's identified as a
0: protein, and we at least got that correct. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? It's a long time ago. I can't remember. I thought it was – I can't remember, actually. Yeah. Folistatin. I'd have to go back and check those notes.
2: Yeah, I went, I went back and checked that one just to see. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a steroid? I was thinking, what was
0: the steroid and the HTH like uh, and all that?
2: Yeah, there, there were a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't the statin
0: wasn't a steroid? I guess that could be protein. No,
2: folistatin was a protein. Huh.
0: Um, a protein and yeah. steroids? No, they were two
2: separate things. Okay. Uh, yeah, I,
1: I can't give you a list because there's some that I have that I that are in my list that aren't in your list, so I don't want to like give the wrong one.
2: Gotcha. See... See, is being studied for its role in the regulation of muscle growth in mice. That mm-hmm. was something that I came, that I found across, or ran across. Uh, there was uh, somatropin, which is HGH, and uh,
0: stanozolo? That's right. Uh, Falstatin was the one that inhibits the myostatin, which inhibits muscle growth. So basically, you take out the thing that inhibits muscle growth, and uh, you know, magic sound mu- muscle growth. <laughs> Sure. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Magic sound behemoth. No comment over here. I'm just going to sit back and... (laughs) Sip on a nice glass of
2: milk. Yeah,
1: have another Altoid. Here we go. (laughs) Curiously strong.
2: And it's after this they start talking about the photos and notes from Radon. Is it safe to say that Radon Labs is completely destroyed now?
1: Burnt down to the ground.
0: To the ground. Okay.
1: They kind of scorched earth policy that one.
0: <laughs> I love this because he's answering questions. We've got, you know, once we wrap up this, we're moving into the our new little like end of chapters, unanswered slash new questions this chapter, as well as what did this chapter bring us. I hope
1: I don't answer too many of these questions. This is I don't know. It's, I might be like getting myself out of a job now.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's there's plenty people need to ask and want to know about.
1: Oh, that's true. And I'm being cryptic enough to where leaving more questions than answering.
0: By the way, did you see that Stephen King post
1: where someone went on his Facebook page? And you have you have to censor this out for sure. Sure, um, I didn't see it. But someone was like, fuck "You, Stephen King," <laughs> and Stephen King replied back, "Well, fuck you too, kid." And everyone just like <laughs> liked it and had like his comment had like 19,000 likes on it. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. We're opening the show with that. That's going to be before the music. <laughs>
1: oh, no. You you've now have an explicit tag because of me. I'm
0: sorry. That's right. <laughs> oh, hilarious. This, I'm having too much fun here.
1: I'm just, oh. I, you're having a two-hour
0: show now, guys. I'm sorry. I don't care. That's, this is great. Oh, they'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> they'll listen and they'll like it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna, I can't wait to listen back to it because there's crap I've got to write down that helped clear up, cleared up a lot of stuff for me.
1: Well, I like giving interviews also because I can help clear up some things. So
0: yeah, definitely a lot clearer here.
1: Yeah, there's little things I put in that are so subtle that you have to be like, you have to listen to everything back to back to get it. And mm-hmm. obviously, we don't do that right now because we're in the middle of the season. Um, like, for like chapters are better when they're together rather than split apart. Like they seriously are.
2: Yeah, I I, I like it this way. I, I like the puzzle aspect of it, too. That's the reason I liked watching Lost up until the end, and uh, that's why I'm getting into uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, because it's got that kind of puzzle aspect going on.
1: Yeah, I like it, too, but I like it when I know that they have a plan, and I don't think they do with hey, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sorry. I, just yeah. because of some of the stuff that I've like read and heard, and it's like it. the, the problem I have with a lot of modern-day shows is they don't have authors. They're all just conglomerates of studios.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, like even Lost, Lost was supposed to be like a one or two season thing from the idea that J.J. originally pitched. And they extended it to like, what was it, six or seven seasons because it was popular and they basically ruined the story because they just wanted to make it go longer. And even uh, J.J. got pissed off at Little Off about (laughs) it. Wow.
0: I'm so glad that uh, Vince Gilligan didn't bow to pressure and ended Breaking Bad well.
1: Yes. See, that is an auteur. Right there. That is <laughs> someone who yes. knows what he's doing. And I guarantee any show he goes to right next, he's going to be full control of.
0: Absolutely. Hey, well, I think he's going to put his name on Better Call Saul to help out getting that started. But I don't imagine he'll stay with that one.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a weird, weird story. I don't yeah. know if it's going to work.
0: <laughs> it's, it's,
1: He's a good supporting character, but as a main plot line, I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. It sounds like a, a comedy
0: sketch. If they, yeah. I think it is going to be more comedy is what the idea might be but also there's talk of maybe Gus Fring being in it since it's a prequel
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. well maybe he was a really good villain
0: he was It was awesome
1: almost almost to the point where they got rid of the best villain before the season series finale mm-hmm. like that last second to last season with Gus Fring or whatever second half it was it was like that right there was the most nerve-wracking stuff you've ever seen more it so was, than the other stuff on it was
0: really Netflix. tense yeah I didn't I enjoyed the last season too Oh no! Don't get me wrong. It was no, great. I'm saying I don't. I couldn't put one over the other. I don't think.
1: Yeah, they're both they were good. That's the thing that I liked about Breaking Bad was every season had a different theme, and I like that. It was different. Yeah. You can differentiate between the seasons rather than them all blurring together like a lot of other shows.
0: <laughs> well, you want to wrap up the scene by scene coverage before we go uh, into. the I just have to say I couldn't get into
2: Breaking Bad. <gasps> I I thought it I thought it was kind of the show was well done in itself, but the whole. Reason for it happening was kind of stupid it was just an ego. Yeah, I get, it. I can That's see that. Pretty just, much. Like you're you're going to sell all your values for that. If you're willing to kill people, why, why didn't you just go work for your friend That's even if question. it's a handout?
0: That's the question was, you know, was he always like that and just finally had the ability to be like that or did he actually break bad? Oh. Eh.
1: I think it excited him. He had a boring life. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> His midlife
2: crisis crisis. Was cancer?
1: Yeah, he <laughs> he honestly, I he wanted to do it. He really wanted to do it.
2: Did he said as much? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if right. I go, if I go in with that frame of mind, maybe I can I can watch it without thinking about
0: it too much. I don't think you've seen too much of it though.
2: Yeah, I you have. You have
0: to watch at least at least the whole first season. Like, but you don't like to have to get into things, but. Wow. Yeah, it gets,
1: that... it gets a lot better. Like the first season I was like, okay. And yeah, it gets it gets to the point where it's like, "Oh my god,
0: how the does first, this First, yeah, the first couple episodes I was just like, "Well, I don't know about this show." And actually Yeah, uh, it's
1: a little Malcolm in the Middle hokey-ish in a way.
0: By episode <laughs> 6, I remember telling a buddy at work, by episode 6, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to watch this show." I didn't know before that.
1: Yeah, all all shows go through that starting period. Like even like our show was slow until the first like chapter eight so in my opinion anyway it got really better after that before that was like eh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) actually it's it's kind of funny a little aside the first day I ever went to look up podcasts like I was like oh everybody talks about podcasts all the time I've got this new iPod let me see what this podcast thinks about I went out and I found stuff you should know and one or two other podcasts and I just typed in like zombie something and we're live came up and I was like Oh wow, a zombie story. Uh, what's this about? You no, know, I don't know. wasn't that far into it, but it was. Wh- where was, it was I going with that again? again guys? Wasn't
1: your cup of tea? Maybe like <laughs> well, you didn't enjoy it in the beginning.
0: No, I actually no, I absolutely did. I think I started somewhere in around chapter three ish, and I was hooked right away. You started in chapter three. Yeah, somewhere in there. No, but you went back and listened from chapter one. Right, right, exactly. So oh, okay, thanks gotcha. for clearing that up. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I just figured regular zombie origin stuff. Let's go to the to the meat and potatoes.
2: I think I looked yeah. at it. It was in the middle of uh, season two.
1: Yeah, I think that's our downfall is we don't have like if we had episodes like we have now in the beginning, we have a we'd be on the top of iTunes. But I think because you have to stick it out a little bit and really get into it.
2: Oh no, I think I think I kind of people off uh, with one of the award shows. I was like, uh, what is your criteria? These shows suck.
0: No way. Walking Dead cast was awesome. No, I'm I not talking that. about that I actually one. listened to Casey's show again today. I listened to it when it first came out a couple years ago, and I listened to it again today. Oh,
1: yeah. I love that show.
0: Yeah. Oh, you listen to them too?
1: Well, they, I can't, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. They were good people.
0: Jason and Karen, they, are, they do a really good show.
1: Yeah, they are good people.
0: Let's see.
1: I'll probably listen to them. Like, I, I plan on actually even live streaming when I finally get to watch Walking Dead, like, in August. <laughs> yes. Like, I'll, I'll live stream <laughs> it and watch it with my fans and be like, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know if that'll be the case, but... It's
0: a, it's it's such a different experience. Like, we're live is, when, you know, we, uh, Redbeard and I have both introduced a bunch of different people to the show, and mo- mostly it's the same thing. Whether they came in in Season 2 or middle of Season 3... They're just they're eating it up and eating it up and then they get to that point where they're Cut having to the wait week to week. Yeah, and it's just a different experience. I for one, I like the, the this part right here. The between you know between stories, we're getting to talk about it. We're getting to kind of guess what's happening more than the the binge re- do the in- entire thing. I think there's a lot to be said about that. Just like you know any shows or I, I'm back in the reading comics now. If I'm waiting for a comic to come out month to month, there's just that anticipation and trying to guess what's going to happen is the most fun.
1: Well, yeah, that's, all. that's, you know, the fun part of theorizing. Like, the forum is, like, that's part of the fun is people talking about it and thinking about it and, you know, and -hmm. proving them wrong and having them wonder who Randy is for months, and then all of a sudden you reveal who it is, and all of a sudden now no one talks about it.
2: Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and a lot of those people that we introduced were live to, I don't know, I think they're ADD, and they just can't, they can't (laughs) wait for it like that. I think once the entire story is done, they might sit down and listen to it. I know,
1: yeah, uh, I can see that.
0: Back in the back with us, uh, Charlie Bravo, he's he's still listening weekly. Oh, he is? Yeah. He never talks about it. He does to me. He's always asking, hey, did We're Live come out today? I'm like, yep. <laughs> okay. Follow
1: them on Twitter. They'll tell you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to try to get back here? Do we need to do anything else before we talk about the
2: – No, nope, we just got that one last
0: bit. Oh, yeah. Burr. Burr, <laughs> burr. Uh, bu- bu- burr, burr, burr.
2: <laughs> Good lord.
0: So, uh, then we hear a noise outside where, you know, Tanya and Saul are talking. I thought it was a dog barking, and I was like, this is going to be cheesy if it's lady showing up. Hi, guys. Oh, roh ruh I heard everything.
2: I followed you here. Oh, no. All I can think about is that. Somebody say rug food? What's that show with Elijah Wood in it?
0: Well, About Wilbur? Talk. Yeah, Wilbur.
2: Wilfred, that's it. Yeah, Wilfred, Wilfred, that's it. My wife watches it. It's pretty funny, but
0: But it's it's a different old dog that shows up. It's Bert. <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> hold it see how long <laughs> I that could go. Wonder where you're going with that. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, Bert walks in. How did he know where the mortuary mortuary was? Do you wanna know? That was my question.
1: Uh, if, I, I'm not going to tell you. Let's if go ahead I shouldn't
0: know. If I
2: shouldn't know. I'm just assuming he went to Dunbar first.
1: He didn't do that.
2: And I'll tell you what he
1: didn't do.
0: Yeah,
2: he, didn't go to Dunbar.
1: he didn't go to Dunbar first. <laughs>
0: hmm. Huh. Somebody must have got hurt. Okay. How is Riley with him? We don't know that.
1: Uh. People are theorizing that she's not there just because of his one line. That I, I couldn't stay away.
0: Right. I'm saying we don't know that. That's my guess.
1: Yeah, you don't know. Either way, you don't. There's no hints or clues or
0: right. So it's hmm. not. So Casey's not confirming that Riley is with or not with Bert. Did I say that right? Yeah. Surprise. You're not getting an answer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> surprise. It's not for sure that Riley's not with him.
1: Honestly, if someone like if someone were to actually go through and break down some clues of of how Bert found the mortuary, I'm sure they would discover it or figure it out by now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say. Okay. It's not... Now,
2: now the yeah. vehicle was still running when Bert was inside, right? It sounded like it. So, what wise person would leave an unattended vehicle in the apocalypse running outside of a building?
1: <laughs> Every wise person.
2: I'm just saying. Yeah, you gotta be able to
1: get away quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that we do that I'm kind of mad, but we have to do, is like turn off the vehicles all the time. Because you can't hear the people talk. Because, <laughs> literally, you would leave them running all the time. So you are just get in and go.
0: Right. Especially if one. it's diesel, which you don't have anymore. Yeah, Runs that would probably start turn off.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's see. Um, so Bert couldn't stay away. Now, what's his? Uh, why is he coming to Tanya and Saul? He may not even know Saul's there. You know, I would have to think he wouldn't think Saul was there. So he's coming to Tanya, right? I'm asking Redbeard. I'm not asking.
2: <laughs> no, you can't really. <laughs> say I'm just in the background, like. Yep. Yeah. I I got the, I had the notion that Saul was aware. Of him too, so I don't know. What do you mean that Saul was aware? Like he greeted
0: him, like he's the one that says you're back. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I was didn't... thinking he meant you're back from from uh, you left a long time ago. Not you're back, and we've been seeing you check in a whole bunch. Is that what you're saying? I I thought he was. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I can read really the I exact didn't...
2: scene if you want. Totally I, lost. I didn't. I didn't
0: really sit there and think about this one. Well yeah, Tanya says you're back, huh?
1: Yeah, I'll read you the exact uh, section. Um Saul says, no way, Tanya, what? Just a second. Tanya says, I need to put some stuff on. Uh, I need to put some of the stuff away. And Saul goes, ah, he won't know what it is. Uh, and then Saul in the background says, this way, go on in. I got to lock the gate. And then Tanya says, you're back, huh? And then Bert says, what can I say? I couldn't stay away.
0: What's the next line?
1: Okay. End of chapter. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay, Saul. It doesn't sound like Saul knew a bitty thing.
0: All right. I'm done guessing on that one. I can't think I of know. anything.
1: You'll find out next chapter. I mean, that's that's kind of how it goes. Is you, that that's why they're called cliffhangers to keep you listening and tuning in next time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll be doing it. <laughs>
1: cool. Oh man, the next chapter.
0: Whew. Whew. Well, since this was called the Eye of the Storm, and that's the normally the calm part. I guess next chapter. Oof, sounds right to me.
1: Do you want to know what it is, the next title? Absolutely. No one else knows, it's an it's a, uh, exclusive for you guys. Sweet! Sweet. You're typing it yep. as
0: you go. I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this audio cuts out, I can't lose this. Uh,
1: the next title for the next chapter is called
0: Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the coverage so far. Uh, we've got a lot more left, Oh, almost a full hour, uh, plus some extended cut stuff. So come back Monday to hear part two Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at, at mickred.com and we will read your mail on the show.
2: We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and
0: reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at at W.A. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M I C K R E D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song "Ghost Ghostpocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production.